Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the biased takes. The NFL hits the people with a classic saying, any given Sunday, as the guys break down some surprising results in the Week 7 drive through Then, Justin Fields inspires Colby during the Monday Night Football game to revisit our second-year QB takes. So go ahead, find out, sit back, and enjoy the show. All right, Jalen, we are here. It's a little different schedule, but we are here on a late Monday night, post-week, almost technically post-week seven. The Bears are currently stunning the Patriots, and every time I pick against the Bears is my lock. Never fails. They're the best team ever. Literally every win is when I put them as my lock to lose. Um, so that's something. <laughs> uh, Jalen, how are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Like you said, these Bears are surprising me right now, man. Um, Mac Jones, he gave it his best shot. and looks like Zappy's now trying his best. But Bears <laughs> just, you know, off a of bye week. Maybe uh, Eber loses his life bad off of a bye week. Who knows? I don't think but, they're off a of bye week. They were, on, they were on Thursday, though. They go Thursday to Monday. That is an insane amount of prep time. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, I guess uh, almost, a, almost a mini bye week, pretty much. Yeah, man. So, but uh, just going through my pick, my lockums right now, and oof, went two for one this week. I mean, one for two, so not too hot. But uh, I just want to tell everyone out there that listened to the episode and were wondering if we're going to hear Christian today. uh, Quick disclaimer: Russell Wilson did not play for the Broncos, so Christian will not be giving me that five-minute rant on how it was stupid for me to put the Broncos as my lock. So. Hold on, everybody. Hold on, because remember that was the term he was going to—he was going to roast me if Russell Wilson played like garbage, not uh, Ripken. So, give me a bypass, people. He'll probably still roast me on Thursday. So, nah, that's fair. Um, yeah, man, that is another theme of this. A lot of injuries also around the league that are sad, but that is fair. Locks are tough, man. I don't, we've had very few perfect weeks. Uh, I think only one. No, I think only one. I really thought week. this was going to be my week. I got my first two, and then. I mean, if the Patriots somehow cover, you would go perfect because the Steelers did cover, technically man. cover. They're down by. Yeah, they did technically cover. So, you have to really hope that there's a huge Patriots. Just looks like they're trying to come back here in the next fourth quarter. I don't think they're going to win by more than ten at this rate. <laughs> they're down by nineteen. That's wild. I did not see that coming. Yeah. That's the most points the Bears have scored all year, I think. I was about to say, it looks like they're putting up a record. This is like their season high right now. And everything, you know, everybody's playing out their minds for the Bears, just connecting on all gears. Yeah, that's an insane we'll, <laughs> Like I said, it's fourth quarter. We'll see what happens. You know, it's the Bears. I think they can hold on to this win, though. But I want to see a Patriots little comeback for the New England faithful. I don't think even though they, I don't think they deserve it. No, uh, and I think that's what you were about to say. I was about to say I can see yeah, it on your face. <laughs> I'm not going to root for him to win too. I already messed up the pick. Oh, uh, I guess, man, <laughs> I guess we should. Talk about Zappy, uh, Zappy, like the guy going forward after this. 
Or is Mac Jones I mean, saying, or are you just going to say he was still shouldn't have been out there? He was, still wasn't healthy. But he's bad, and Zappy's been better all year. The least everyone knows the leash was short. You know, everyone know, knew that about whenever Mac Jones returned because of how late uh, Bailey Zappy was playing. Yeah. Um, dude, I just. I'm sorry, someone's just slow to get up for Patriots special teams, but um, I'm just like, I, it's going to be interesting for sure how they're going to treat the uh, Mac Jones situation after this week. It looks like they're going to roll with Zappy, unless, you know, Belichick, pull, it's, that's the thing. I just said his name, it's Belichick. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know, we don't know. It's so weird about these things. Like maybe Mac is still hurt and he's just going to pull him. Maybe... It's a uh, zappy as it's officially zappy hour. Who knows? Um, I have a Patriots friend in the chat and he's, uh, he's saying that he's all in for the zappy, but I don't know. I personally, but he, he also says it's a short leash for Mac. So he kind of feels unfair for him. People already feel like Colby. You were big on Mac Jones coming into the season. Was I? I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, you were really high on him. You were, he was, well, I, I thought that he bad. um, I mean, I thought he was like, fine. I, he's still like, Hey man, out of all those second year QB talks that we've had, he was not. You had him pretty high ranked up on that board every time. I had him. Yes, you did. Below, there's no way I had him above third. I know I had Lawrence above him. I like. Oh, Colbert. But I mean, he did have the best year last year. Like he did show some stuff. You have to give him some credit for that. But yeah, he's been really bad this year, and Zappy's been better. So, like, I feel like they have to roll with Zappy. Zappy's kind of electric, man. He's, I mean, we'll get to it later, but he's playing better than Kenny Pickett. Uh, not by two, Ooh. but uh, Kenny Pickett, I still believe. But yeah, he's living up to his name. I feel like I, I would still think they'll eventually end up going to Mac Jones. But if Bailey Zappy keeps balling out, you have to keep him out there at this rate because how Mac Jones is looked. Yeah, sorry. Oh, sorry. Okay. Slight cough. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, surprising. Very interesting. Sure. Very interesting. I agree with you on that. Because, like, look at them. They're both looking at their play call. Like, right now, they're both looking at their play calling cards on their arms. But Zappy's the one on the field. Just. Like, they, like they're showing right now on the graphic. I was at, I couldn't see the first part of this game. I was at work. But coming back and seeing it, you know, both their drives were scored with Zappy. So, yeah, now Zappy's not bad. He's 11 14, 156 and a touchdown. The real, the main problem is that the Bears' offense is finally finding its group, which I like. I do still believe, <laughs> even though it's been ugly at times, really ugly. Uh, yeah. All right, interesting Monday nighter for sure. I guess you want to get into this Sunday slate here. It was not the prettiest, as we were saying. Before. Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, so not the prettiest Sunday slate. Definitely some chaos and some fun stuff. So I guess we'll start. First one on here, Bengals 35, Falcons 17. I mean, Joe Burrow seems like he's pretty much back. Uh, the Falcons did lose AJ Terrell, their best corner. But, I mean, the Bengals, honestly, we're talking about – Teams in the AFC, I guess I'll start with this take for this game. Biggest takeaway. Realistically, I feel like you'll probably put them third as third most dangerous after Buffalo and the Chiefs. I feel like the Bengals are far more dangerous in the playoffs than anyone else in the AFC, if we're being honest, just because of Burrow. 
Bro is very, very good. He he is amazing. I think he's probably I think I've had him what two before the season. I probably put him three behind Allen and Mahomes. So and it's not that big of a gap. So I think Joe Burrow and the Bengals definitely they I think they're gonna they've figured out their early season kicks and they're gonna probably be pretty good the rest of the way, as sad as that is for the Steelers. <laughs> Um, it's a fair take. I'll, I'll admit that it is a fair take. I'm looking at this, uh, list down the, down the line. I feel like the only team that I could say that could challenge them, but they had a very bad game this week was the chargers. So, and right now the chargers are not in that position right now where you could say the Bengals are. So we, you know, in that trending direction for sure. I mean, Herbert's a dog, but Joe Burrow, he's playing through it all. Yeah, no, he is. Their uh, their weapons are crazy, also. But yeah, uh, he he is very impressive. So you're definitely right on that. For the Falcons, man, they remain like this was kind of an ugly loss. It's kind of weird that they don't really throw to Kyle Pitts, even though he's like their most dynamic player. Um, you can only do so much with Mariota. I still think the Falcons are impressive and moving off Matt Ryan. That's looking pretty smart. Um, and getting a second yeah, round big news. Julio also. So, um, I, I still feel pretty good about where I am if I'm the Falcons, especially when I look around at the rest of my division and where they're headed, <laughs> including Tampa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say. Tampa's making it look like everybody has a chance in that division right now. I mean, looks like it. I feel like everyone still feels like it's theirs to lose, but we'll talk about them later. That was, it's a very interesting spot for the Falcons to be in. So even though they lost, it's not like the door is completely shut on them. Like, like you said. Certainly not. But yeah. All right. So on to the next one. Yeah. Anything else you want to add about the Falcons? Nah, man. It's just a, uh, Oh, interception. Oof. Roquan Smith. Brutal. Proving the bears once again to pay him. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, pay that man. Or Zappy. Oh well. <laughs> um yeah. Okay. So on to the next one. They call this one the old traditional AFC South Championships. I thought about making this one one of my locks. I I got this game right. Love the Titans and they win 1910 in disgusting fashion over the Colts. As we just mentioned, the news then comes out today. Not only is Matt Ryan hurt, but he is benched for the rest of the year for Sam Ellinger, which feels like a weird thing to do and just come out and say for the rest of the year right away. Because I don't know how good Sam Ellinger is going to be. I know you'll have some thoughts. Um, but for the Titans, I mean, they I'm still not that impressed with them. But, you know, they're a solid good team and they're probably going to win their terrible division again. And it looks like they'll just run away with it. So they swept the Colts again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The schedule makers uh, really, really done them in there right there, huh? putting those two games before two games of the division with by week seven so Colts no matter what now I have no advantage to come back against the Titans unless they have a game above them but they do have the tie so all is not lost for the Colts fans especially when you got my boy Sam Ellinger playing out there he's a preseason star um Texas quarterback what can I say? This guy, this kid's gonna ball. I think this kid's gonna ball. I mean, yeah, it's gonna be shaky, but I mean, after what Matt Ryan gave you these past seven weeks, you might as well flip it to a new side and flip it to at least someone else. Doesn't work out. Guess what? You're probably gonna be in Colby's tank talk here in the next couple of weeks. 
I don't know if they'll be in the tank talk, but the I don't think they're going to – probably I don't think they'll be very good. Um, no disrespect to Sam Ellinger. He was very fun at Texas. But, I mean, I just look at Sam Ellinger, and I'm going to keep being – because of my bias, just like off the top of my head bringing it back to Kenny Pickett. Like, I look how Kenny Pickett is struggling with NFL. And he's a far better prospect, realistically, coming out than Ellinger. No, he was not. How did Ellinger get drafted in? Excuse me, Jalen. Do you want to tell me what round Sam Ellinger was picked in? He was Colby. Can you think it was picked because he was literally the hometown kid? He was not. No one picked a quarterback in the entire draft. A draft where everyone said QBs were disgusting. And you're over here telling me he was a better prospect. You wonder why so because the QBs above him were higher prospects. Are you I think he's gonna prove you wrong? Let him ball out next week. 250 yards. Okay. 250. He may whether he proves me wrong or not, you cannot say that that is just completely because he's the hometown kid. Because no, he wasn't. Kenny Pickett was still you have to remember before the Steelers did pick it. So wait, what college did he go to? Pitt. Okay, yes. That's all wait, wait, where's Pitt? Jalen, we love <laughs> That's obviously true, but you also have to take into account that every every draft analyst, Mel Kiper, and all them dudes out there also were mocking Kenny Pickett. They were saying he's like a first round quarterback before. Well, they knew he was going to go to the Steelers or not. So people were saying he was like the best quarterback in the draft, not just Pittsburgh. Sam Ellinger, I'm trying to find it. Well, was- you didn't even have Kenny Pickett round. going to you. Sam Ellinger was picked in the sixth round. Kenny Pickett was picked in the first round. 218th pick. There were 217 players that uh, the NFL scouts liked more than Sam Ellinger. Someone took Kenny Pickett in the first 20 picks. He's not. Colby, like- you liked more quarterbacks than Kenny Pickett before they yeah, even got I'm not got saying picked. that. I'm not disputing that. I'm, there have been far better prospects than Kenny Pickett. But I'm just saying that Sam Ellinger is a far worse prospect than Kenny Pickett. And he's an even far worse prospect than all the guys that were better prospects than Kenny Pickett. <laughs> but he had more time now to play and develop than Kenny Pickett. You have to remember that as well. He has had a season already. Yeah, that's true. And a, another, and he's played two preseasons. And so we got to see two, and he's played some regular season games, actually, hasn't he? Like, has he had some regular season he's time because of Carson Wentz? Yeah, he's got in a few times. So I was going to say, we've seen this man. I think he's going to do just fine. I, I doubt, now notice, I, I you know what? Yeah, yeah, I'm confident. 250 next week. I'm putting it up there. 250 yards for I mean, Sam I, Ellinger. I like your confidence. He is playing Washington, so it might be possible. Also, that's hilarious that the uh, Carson Wentz revenge game, now it's not going to have Matt Ryan or Carson Wentz. It's going to be Heineke and Sam Ellinger. That's going to be lit. You, you would have told me beginning of the year we would have had Ellinger and Heineke. I would have been hyped. I would have asked you, how did we get, get to this point? So, I mean, if Sam Ellinger actually plays well, it would make them more interesting than Matt Ryan. But Is this gonna be, is that the game of the week next week? We might have to oh, talk no, that as game of the week. I don't know any week. other games, but I can tell you it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the next one then? All right. Oh, well, that works out well. Speaking of the Washington Commanders, they stun Aaron Rodgers and the free-falling Packers. Your one-time father, Jalen, is now in the sad depths of the bad teams in the league. Heineke, I'll give you credit. You said Heineke would be better than once, and they beat this crumbling Packers. He wasn't amazing. You can't put that whole win on Heineke, but uh, it was enough. The commanders stay alive. The, the NFC beast, man, that's the best division in football. How, how did that happen? <laughs> I have no idea, man. That that was cr- – cr- I, I was thinking about it, too, and I was like, 
because today they were talking about how uh, the Vikings just don't play the Cowboys well on uh, Undisputed. Thanks, Skip, for reminding me. Um, so I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, what if we just lose to every NFC East team? And we're, that's how we get all our losses. It's just losing to the NFC East just because they're just somehow good this year. So, and it just seems like the Kirk Cousins way to lose to the Commanders, um, lose to the Cowboys in a big spot, and lose to the Giants, you know, because they have a winning record this year. So, we'll see how the NFC East pans out. Hype. Hype is hell for um, Heineke and the Commanders. This one, this one just felt amazing to watch, especially at the end when Aaron Rodgers did that little toss and went through his lineman's leg. And then he just laid on the ground for like a solid minute. That just, that was just a beautiful sequence of events. Um, dude, it, 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 a lot of question marks right now in Green Bay, though. Like, I, I really don't know how I feel about them. Like, at first, I want to be like concerned. Like, yeah, this is still the Packers, you know, it's still Rodgers. He'll come back. But at the same time, it's like, is it almost time for me to write them off? Maybe. But we'll see. I have a couple more weeks to make that decision. Yeah, no, that's fair. I, yeah, I mean, I'm starting to write them off. I agree with you totally on that. I thought by now the Packers would have turned it around and at least be showing signs of improvement, but it's just getting worse. It's not improving. It's getting worse. That's the biggest concern. So, I mean, I don't know, man. Obviously, you don't want to doubt Rodgers, but it's not looking too pretty. And the way the rest of the conference is stacking up and changing, um, yeah, man, the Packers, if they don't do something, like make a big trade for a receiver or something, I don't see how they're going to improve that much. So that's a scary place for them. I think the North is going to be clearly y'alls, and the rest of the conference is tough. That wild card race even is, might be brutal, just even though it's sloppy and gross, but it's brutal. It's going to be a very fun wild card race to watch in the NFC for sure. Because I feel like it's going to – let's just – here, I'm just going to list off teams that I already – I'm looking on the list I already think is already going to be in the hunt for that. Rams, the Bears after to this week because of what's what's going on right now with the New England Patriots, the 49ers. Um, let's see. I guess, yeah, you can say every team in the NFC West, every team in the NFC North, but the Lions and Vikings probably. Well, <laughs> but the Vikings. Lions will probably find a way to somehow make it interesting. I still believe. Um, every team in the NFC South. And... Every team but the commanders in the NFC East. And the funniest so literally thing. almost all teams, except for I would pretty much say the Vikings, are pretty much clear from in the Eagles. Maybe the Eagles. They only have a one win gap between them and the Giants, though, is the reason why I would say them. But the Vikings have are the only ones that have a two game two game lead in the NFC. I mean, when you think about it, they're the only team in the NFC with two game lead. That's how gross the conference is. I will agree with you on that. And the, the thing about well, the other point I want to make about the gross conference, I also got some fun for you here. Um, oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, not this part of the second thing, but the commanders would be tied for first if they were in the NFC South. But in the NFC Beast, they got no shot. They're fourth. But Mm-mm. what I want to show you was I got the uh, playoff, the way too early playoff picture right here for you. See what it would look like. So you got the AFC, the Bills, Chiefs, Titans, Ravens, the four division winners in that order. Jets, the first wild card. Finns, the second. Chargers, clinging by a thread at the third. Bengals, Colts, Pats, Raiders, Jags, Broncos, all those bad teams. Browns, Steelers, all in the hunt. 
NFC got the Eagles one, Vikings two, the Seahawks three. Wow, Bucks four by their gross division, Giants five, Cowboys six, Rams seven, all these other gross teams in the bubble. I mean, man, this is nuts. The NFC. <laughs> that seven spot's going to be wild because I feel like these NFC East teams are going to take up the five and six spots. Yeah, Which man. is, again, yeah. just insane. Insane to think about. They were so – it was like the worst division, one of the worst divisions ever two years ago. Now it's the best. That's crazy. Yeah, this is the division we're talking about where the commanders came out with, what, 10, 10 wins with Taylor Heineke in a Chase Young defense that Not, won that division. Oh, no. That, it was like eight or seven, I think. It was a gross win. But they almost beat Brady. Oh, wait, yeah. Ball. Maybe it was nine. Yeah, I thought I said maybe it was nine. Yeah, I don't know. That, yeah, it was not a good year. All right, next teams, Cole. What's the next one? All right, yes. Sorry about that. Well, it's, they we're transitioning well. Speaking of these gross teams, the Panthers, 21-3 over the Bucks Makes me feel less a lot less good about the Steelers squeaking out a win over the Bucks the week before. P.J. Walker, man, cooking. The, uh, Steve Wilkes, interim coach, already came out and said uh, he's the guy, even when Baker Donald come back, he earned it with that win. And Brady, things are not going well. His ex, his uh, soon-to-be ex-wife, probably uh, doing a little smirk right now. Hate to talk about his personal life, but man, twenty-one-three. The Bucks just have no offense. It's bizarre. What's going on there? Panthers could not have seen that one. Uh, yeah, uh, the hype defense of the Panthers. I love the news that was coming out. They're doing what I was saying, or what I was at least you know calling out you know what they could do for a good take, and they're doing it. You know. They're keeping that young stud of a defense where they spent all those prospects and draft picks. They're keeping all of them. Brian Burns, they did, they denied, a, what was it? I think two first-round picks for Brian Burns was one of the offers, and they turned that down. So they are stout on the fact that, on the fact that they want to keep these guys, and they came out and proved it. I was hype for this one as well. These last two games were hype to see these underdogs win it. I didn't pick them, but, dude, it was still amazing to watch these guys win. Yeah. Um it was just, it was just a marvel, like to see Brady just get shut down and just punt after punt after punt, and he was just throwing the ball everywhere, and it just wasn't working. So, shout out Panthers defense for this one for really a another interception. Oh my goodness! This is a gross one. This is amazing, dude. This is amazing. NFC North, stand up. The Bears, man. Looks like if they score again, if they score again, my buddy has the New England defense. <laughs> and right now, it's uh, he right now, it's me and him competing to see who scores the most in the league for the, in the league. And I already put up my points. So if he doesn't, so if we score here one more time, the Bears D offense, we uh, we might we might have secured the bag on this one. And a poor friend will be drinking a beverage of my choice. Nice. There yeah. That's hype. That's hype. It's my first time getting the getting the lead scoring. So Bears going off tonight. That's wild. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I that the Panthers back to the Panthers box. That is bizarre. Um gotta give credit to the Panthers. I thought they were shooing to be the worst team in the league, and they still could be. We'll see how PJ Walker does if he can keep it rolling down the stretch here. Um Heineke and P.J. Walker, two XFL guys beating Rodgers and Brady, same day is insane. Um, 
And I will say the Bucks now, you know, they're it's kind of I'm curious to see what happens to them post uh, Brady because I think this at this point it's looking like probably got to be the last year for Brady at least on the Bucks. He might leave if he wants to keep playing. So like, what are they going to do next year at quarterback? They still have a lot of good players, but man, it looks bad right now. Yeah, it is not looking. Uh, it's not looking too hot, and it's going to be a good question to see where they go from here. Kyle Trask is right now their answer. And I, I hope that is not the answer because I have my own questions and doubts about him. Just from a bias of previous Madden experiences with him. He, <laughs> no, that's... I think if I remember correctly, I played three games of Madden where I drafted him. And within those three games, I luckily, unluckily had to play three of them um, in the first three weeks. And, he's th- and I think I threw 10 interceptions in those first three weeks with him. And I lost all three games by, like, heartbreaking moments. You know how Madden just, you know, robs you sometimes, even though you fight back in some (laughs) crazy fashion. And Madden's like, you know what? Not today. We're still going to win this game. That's what they did to me. And it was just like, not even my 99 overall running back at the time could have stopped it. But, nope. That's happened. It's it's dark times in Tampa Bay. But you still have Tom Brady for this season. So, it's not – over yet i, yeah. I kind of i think they're in a better spot than the packers at least oh yeah oh 100 because of yours tr- because your your boys the vikings is the sole reason for that just because their division's terrible even though as bad as it's going because of they beat the falcons they're still in first place in the south as of now by a tiebreaker because the division's so bad so they also have that going for them for sure over the packers <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, gotta eat that yeah. All right. So this one, I will have a bit more, a little bit to say on this one, because this was my, this was a gross one o'clock slate, as we've kind of said, and the Steelers were in prime time. So this was the game that I kind of had the most focus on on my TV. Giants 23, Jags 17. I mean, the Giants, man, it's the same. It's like they play the same game every week. They're down and then they come back and win and they execute flawlessly down the stretch in the fourth quarter. Um, I thought about this one earlier as far as what I wanted to say to you on this. So I'm going to just toss this out there to start, Jalen. I think both of us, you and I together, owe Daniel Jones a collective apology for just writing him off and saying that he was terrible. He still might not be great, but I watched this game and like he played very well in this game. He's only thrown two interceptions this year. He's not been amazing, obviously. I'm not saying he's great, but they're six and one. He's executing down the stretch. He actually is a good coach now. Like he he had a hundred rushing yards. Like he he might be their quarterback next year. He might be <laughs> he's the guy. Uh, so I think we owe him apology. He's he's actually looking like pretty. He was pretty good in this game. He made plays down the stretch. Um, yeah, no, I have to apologize. I'm double checking my hot or not notes, and sure enough, it says right here that I wrote down at the beginning of the season. My only take of the Giants is. They will move off of Daniel Jones in the middle of the season. They are definitely not moving off of Daniel Jones in the middle of the season after after the way this man has been performing. So, uh, yeah, I definitely owe that man an apology. Because I, I, I came out with the bold take that he would be already benched by now, probably. No, yeah, that is uh, certainly is interesting. Um, As for those Jaguars, though, poof. We, yeah, we may have hopped on that train too aggressively too early. <laughs> that wheels came off that fast. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's just the Jags are doing a Jags for this year, but I mean, there's still good signs. You know, you get good flashes and come on. Oh, he's on. He, 
he got denied at like the one yard line. That's disappointing. Uh, anyways, but yeah, you know, the Jags, they show good flashes, you know, and you're like, man, like I, there were moments in that game where I was, I was where I, they were above, they were beating the Giants. And I was like, yes, this is, this is it. The Jaguars will pull through. And then it was like, Giants took the lead, like you said, in their classic fashion. And I was sitting there, I was like, okay. So I think there was like two opportunities where Trevor Lawrence had a chance to win this game, especially even in that one minute drive where he just kept getting all those penalties that kept saving them. <laughs> and he still couldn't put it away. And I was just like, man, it just hurt. I just felt bad. I was just like, man, that one was right there for the taking. Yeah. No, you're definitely right about that. Um, Trevor Lawrence, man, like I still think I kind of want to maybe at the end, if we have a second, talk briefly about all these second-year quarterbacks, especially with what's happening to Mac Jones. Oh, now you want to reassess your second-year quarterback. No, no, no. I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm going back on any takes or anything. I just want to kind of revisit what we said before, <laughs> check in on the guys, see how they're doing. Because I said that was my most intriguing storyline was the go yeah, was. was ha- which ones are going to do well, who's going to suck. The sh- and long and short of that is they kind of all suck <laughs> somewhat. <laughs> None of them mm-hmm. have- I don't think one of them's undefeated. No, he's not a second year guy. He's his third season. Uh, Zach Wilson. No, hurts. Oh, Zach Wilson. Yes, but okay. But I'm just saying, like, he hasn't thrown that much in these wins. He was. Uh, I mean, he did not look amazing. <laughs> I mean, it was the number one defense in the league, and he put up the most points allowed on that defense. Six. So I mean. Yeah. No. I mean, no. that's Denver, though. Denver's defense has been number one in the league. That's true. With, without, you know, a capable quarterback. No. <laughs> well, sorry. I didn't mean to get us that off track there. But no, you're good. You're, you make a good point. But we'll discuss that in a second. Um, Trevor Lawrence, I still think overall he's going to be the best. He has – he to me still looks like the most talented. But he just does inexcusable things sometimes. He just – um, Yeah. One second here. Sorry, I have my – graphic looked up yes trevor lawrence um yeah man it's just frustrating like he just makes these misses sometimes the guys are open and he's not hitting them he always makes nice plays too he's mobile he's athletic but he just makes i mean he's still making a lot of young guy mistakes and all young quarterbacks do that um but man there are some concern with trevor lawrence um like the jacks are still definitely far improved over last year and i still think it'll eventually work out second year with doug peterson but they're still not quite there yet i think we've myself especially was very overvalued those first couple games um they're in these games a lot more but they can't close them out they're just not executing down the stretch so i still think they'll get some wins down the stretch they're not the worst team in the league but yeah man it's a heartbreaker and trevor lawrence still has a lot of developing to do yeah you still got a long way to go but it's not a. It's not like it's a bad thing that we're hopping off this train. Cause, like you said, I still have faith in it. You know. Yeah, long term, but yeah, rough start <laughs> or rough uh, last couple weeks at least. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. It's all right. Ready for the next one? Yeah. This one, not the prettiest. Uh, it was blacked out on my red zone. Just a local game. Ravens 23, Browns 20. Ravens fail to cover, but they get the win. They at least didn't blow another weird late game, although it wasn't 100% in debt, uh, sure there at the end. Um, you know, this was not a sexy game. This was a classic AFC North. 
Um, the Browns, man, they are in all these games, which is crazy with Jacoby Brissett. So I still think like next year with Watson, depending on what happens, they could be good. But it's not looking good this year. Texans are about to have two very early picks in this next draft. I'll say that. And the Ravens, you know, I think they're, they'll be comfortably, but when it's all said and done, because the AFC outside of the top is a little murky right now, I think they'll be comfortably in the playoffs. Even though they beat Cincinnati, I still feel like Cincinnati may end up being better. Um, but I think the Ravens will still be a playoff team. But, man, I still have some concerns over what's happening in these games, man. It's like every Ravens game is also like this. They're pulled, they pulled out this one, but there hasn't been a lot of surefire wins. It's, it's been some ups and downs. Yeah, a lot of ups and downs, but like you said, they pulled through this one, you know. Uh, credit to Nick Chubb for finally finding a way to run against the Ravens' defense because, like you said, that's now another question mark that we have. That's one of probably the biggest question marks is the defense. And I don't even know, maybe the consistency of the offense. Ah, it's Baltimore, like you said, you know they're in a good spot, but you still have a lot of questions about them. Because it's like they're good enough, like you said, to be above that murky spot in the AFC. But there you have so many questions that you can't put them right there. Like you, like we were talking about the Bengals or, you know, the Chiefs or Bills. Like they're not, they don't have those answers yet. So I feel like they got, I mean, that's the thing though. It's only week seven. So still 10 weeks to figure out what's going on with the Ravens. Yeah, no, that's true. I, I I do think that they'll end up being fine down the stretch, but yeah, I agree with you. There's there's definitely still some major things they got to work out. Um, anything else you want to say about the Browns? Uh, as for the Browns, I mean, four weeks left. I mean, Jacoby <laughs> Brissett, your trial run, it's not looking too good, man. You're you're pretty much almost written off at this point. I think I think it's safe to say, right? Yeah, I don't think they're going to be uh, sniffing these playoffs. They still got a few more games to go too, <laughs> so it could be it could be real over by the time. Yeah. It. Um. So yeah, not sure how that's gonna go. But all right, you ready for the next one? You. Yep. All right. I was also watching this one for a little bit, but it was disgusting. Cowboys twenty four, Lions six. I mean, the Lions just I don't know why I took them with the points. I would never make the Lions a lock. I'm never making them a lock ever again. That's a rule. But. They just blew this game away, and it's sad to say. I don't know if Dan Campbell's going to uh, make it to year three, the way things are going, man. They just had bad turnovers. Goff, uh, his hot start is over. Uh, these last two times he's played a solid defense. Well, one that just got 33 by Justin Fields. Uh, and the Cowboys defense, he's been abysmally terrible. He's a turnover machine. Um, but, hey, they're in a position, pretty good spot right now for the future uh, if they can hit on their quarterback draft pick at the top of this next draft. Uh, sad times for the Lions, for the Cowboys. You know, Dak did not certainly look great in this first game back, but he eased back into it. It was basically like the Cooper Rush formula. Um, they're still in a great spot, so I don't really – this doesn't really change my opinion too much on the Cowboys other than Dak is still going to have some kinks to work out because it was not the prettiest Dak game, but they got the job. I feel like they tried to air it out a little bit more than they did with Cooper Rush, you know, try and get Dak into the swing of things like you were saying. But at the end of the time, at the end of the day, it did not look good and it wasn't working. And that's why they went back to that run game because it was still it works. You know, their run game works really well. So why not? Why not roll with it? And if Dak can start hitting on those throws later on in the season, that adds on to that run game really well. So 
I mean, it's a good game. The Lions gave the Cowboys a good game to, uh, you know, for Dak to get back ready into for, pure form. You know, I don't know. I think who was the I don't know who the Cowboys play next week, but that will be that will be something that I'll highlight because now with Dak being a week back, you know, I feel like this Lions game was perfect for him to prep up. And as for the Lions, yeah, they were a little depleted, but. There were moments where Aiden Hutchinson got his got his sacks on Dak, and I was like, okay, they might be still in this. But then the Cowboys just kept inching away because, for some reason, you guys can't win when you're not home. So I don't know. It's weird with the Lions. Like, I, it's sad to say. For it is sad times for Detroit. Like I, Lions are just. I guess it's almost time to say the Lions are going to Lions, huh? Oh, yeah, it's been time. It's definitely time now. Um, I haven't officially written them off to that, but I think I might. It's almost that time. I'm going to put a positive spin on it. The lines are now in the face for me where I'm thinking about, like, which of these college QBs would be the sauciest on the Lions because they do still have all those offensive pieces. I think a lot of it, especially this game, a lot of it is golf, man. A lot of it is golf. I he was earning some respect back at the beginning of this year, but man, I mean, he's never won a road game with the Lions. Like, yes, nope. it's not all him, but it's he's got it. They have to draft a quarterback, especially since they also still have the Rams pick. You have to pick a quarterback. Like, he's not the long term solution. It's not, and it's uh, yeah, he got he had. You can't say he didn't get his chance, you know. And Dan Campbell has spoken many times about how he wanted to move on to a new quarterback, but. I don't know. It's like he knew that last year's draft wasn't really had the right prospects in it to restart your franchise. So I don't blame him. Oh no! I mean, he he deserved. Uh, I, I'm fine with them giving him this year, but this draft, you you got to pull trade because it's definitely a better quarterback draft for sure. Oh. Yeah, that's all I pretty much got to say on that one. All right, on to the four o'clock slate. Okay, this is what we call. Was this win worth the cost? Or this is the Thanos meme game. You you, you win. What did it cost? Oh, everything. Jets 16, Broncos 9. Gross game. Jets lose. Their star promising young Iowa State legend, Brees Hall, running back for the season, torn ACL. And then it also comes out today that they lose their best offensive lineman, young stud Elijah Vera Tucker, for the season as well. So two massive losses to the offense, just depressing when things are going so well for the Jets. But they do still get the win, and show Kolb's lock was good. 16-9 over the backup Brett Ripens Broncos. I mean, the Jets are 5-2, and two, but the injuries make me worried it won't last too much longer. Um, but, you know, they're still, they're still winning. Got to give Salah a lot of credit. He's looking like a pretty good coach right about now. Yeah, he's looking like he's uh, keeping, the, keeping the ship flowing whenever there's holes coming up, you know? It's uh, Jets are soaring. Zach Wilson's getting those wins in. You said it was gross and that he doesn't deserve the credit, but I say he does because a win's a win. He's undefeated. Um, this young team is buying into what Sala is selling. Defense is humming right now. It is humming so beautifully. And it's being led by, and it's crazy that the leader of this team, of that defense is Big Q. Because a lot of that defense is younger than Big Q. There's probably like a couple players older than him. That's the craziest thing about it. A lot of the stars on that defense are young and they're going to just keep getting better. And then um, it's kind of exciting to have good New York football back. 
whether it's the Giants or Jets. So I'm happy. I'm I'm all in for it. Uh, as for these Broncos, I mentioned it earlier. Got to give me a break on my take on how the Broncos could show up. But hey, they held the Jets to only 16 points. Um, I don't see. I didn't see the Packers doing that. So uh, I was. I want to say the Broncos. You know, you guys. Ripken, he, he came out there. There's moments where I was like, wow, look at that. Ripken's actually running the same offense as Russell Wilson is, but slightly better. And then he'd do something that Russell Wilson will also do. And it's like, okay, never mind. And then he gave me an idea that I'm just probably that, and I saw it online too, that if you, uh, there's two options I can go about this. It's either A, I go to Walmart and I buy as much as I can. And I just spend my money at Walmart for a little bit for these next couple months and bought that way they can buy out Russell Wilson's contract for the Denver Broncos <laughs> or B I start promoting a strike at Walmart. They, that way they know to stop putting Russell Wilson at quarterback because they're losing money and both football and in supermarkets. So it's a strategy going on there, but at the end of the day, you know, that Wolverine blood that he he was selling didn't kick in. So we'll see what happens next week. That's all I can say. Because this Broncos team, I'm already – I I, I just need one more week. I know you're – I can already see in your face, you're like, why? Why do you need another week to watch these Broncos? But I'm like, maybe it's the next week, man. Maybe it's the next week that they get it together. Because I feel like the moment I write them off is the moment they're going to get it together. So – one more, one more, or maybe one more game. I'll give them one more game. No, I, I mean that probably. I probably said that last time. It's a long season. That's fair. But it's not looking good. Um. Okay. So yeah, I also agree that the Jets are fun and promising. I hope New York. I hope they can stay competitive and Zach Wilson can continue to improve. Hopefully. Um. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, the Broncos, not pretty. Okay. Another fun game, Jalen. Another one of our fun little guys we like to talk about, but came out weird. <laughs> um, the Davis Mills bandwagon that we were driving. It made the trip out to Las Vegas off the bye. It didn't go so well for the team, although Davis himself wasn't horrible. Raiders 38, Texans 20. Um, I kind of feel like the Raiders are going to snag some wins here down the stretch and be more respectable by the end of the year, although I think they're bad star will ultimately be too much to overcome, but they at least look like they've kind of figured out their offense. I mean, it was also the Texans, but the Texans have played some good defense in a few games. Um, so that's overall a nice win for the Raiders for the Texans. I mean, they're still a really bad team in a full rebuild. I don't really understand the lovey Smith thing, but you know, there's still some reason to be optimistic for the future. Mills looks I mean, better than some of his classmates. We'll get to that later, but yeah, man, I mean, if I'm, if I'm the Raiders, I, I think they'll sneak some wins here down the stretch. Probably not enough, but their offense at least looks like it's figuring it out. First of all, it's the Texans. Their offense isn't figured out. Their offense is handing the ball to Josh Jacobs and pray that that man does not break on him. Um, and that's the same strategy the Texans went with, too. That game was literally a competition between Damian Pierce and Josh Jacobs. And it was ecstatic for me, at least. I love a good running back clash. So I was I was actually watching a bit of this game because it was it was really entertaining, in my opinion. I was that guy that likes running game. And at the same time, I got to laugh at some of McDaniel's mistakes, but they just kept they won this game. So at the end of the day, I wasn't the happiest camper. 
But what I took away from it was Davis Mills. We're rolling this bandwagon, Colby, but I'm looking back behind us, and I can see that we're just losing pieces of the wagon. It's not great. <laughs> it's uh, it, 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 it's rolling. We're still we still got our wheels, but we're we. I think we just lost like the the tarp that's on top of the wagon. You know, like we just lost our tarp, so we're just pretty much just like a like a piece of wood on wheels. <laughs> just be- <laughs> I still believe. I think we'll make it. <laughs> I think we I think we'll make it to the end of the season. We'll see if we can make it to the end of the season on this wagon. I think I will. I think I'm I believe I believe he's not gonna write me off, but no, he's still I mean, he had a bad, terrible game ending pick six. But like yeah. about he scored some points, he made some throws, he's on the Texans, which is also why I give him a lot of grace, even though he does look bad at times. Um Yeah, I mean, I still am on the wagon. The Texans are not very good, obviously. But I'm still driving the wagon, and especially the, the the main reason I'm still driving is like we were just saying, like I just look around, like all these other a lot of these other young quarterbacks, other than like the top guys, they're it's worse. There are a lot of worse quarterbacks out there, maybe not a lot, but a decent number. Yeah, I mean, I know you want to get into it, but it's uh, Davis Mills. He is. But it's still the Texans, so the situation is still – it's questionable of whether or not it's going to be getting better. You know, that's the one thing. That is true. All right. Sorry, anything else you want to say? No. Okay. So you got yourself some ice cream too? Yeah, you inspired me. Thank you. Um, (laughs) Okay, the Seahawks and the Chargers. Man, I mean – Speak of the Broncos being down in the dumps. Pete Carroll in Seattle, meanwhile, looking like the smartest people on earth. The Geno Smith renaissance continues. 37-23. Clapping Herbo and the Chargers. The Kenneth Walker, the rookie, running all over the place. I mean, the Seahawks basically rebuilt, filled out half their holes in a single draft. That was one of the best drafts I've seen in a long time. And Geno, man, I cannot believe Geno Smith is just tearing it up like this. This is insane. Uh, for the Chargers, definitely some real concerns about that defense. And Herbert has not really fully lived up to the hype this season, even though he's still really good, I think. Man, Seattle is impressive, though. They're, they're currently first in the NFC West. That's crazy. Yeah, first in the NFC West. And the Chargers take another fall. That, uh, I, Like you said, in another huge fall. They, took, they lost J.C. Jackson this year. Um or at least he got injured. I don't think it's for the season. Sorry. Probably jumped the gun on the injury gun. But I know he got injured. So it's this uh dude, and like you said, it's like Herbert's performing, but he's like it's almost like he's it feels like he's not living up to the hype. I mean, it's first game back they hit Keenan Allen, but you expect to pull the win off against, you know, the three and three Seattle Seahawks after, you know, the shaky game you guys had against the Broncos. But maybe the Broncos did exploit something about the Chargers. Who knows? So did Seattle. Maybe. But I'm also here to say Pete Carroll and his system, man, all these reports. Me and Christian went into it a little bit about how all these reports about Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll protecting him and everything. Me and him said it. Christian, that's why Christian went with the Seattle Seahawks um, last week for his pick on And he went and said that he likes what Pete Carroll's system is brewing up over there. He believes in Geno Smith. And I, I think uh, – I think this is a good nod to that i don't know if this is enough to win the division we'll see how that all pans out because it is the nfc west and then i feel like the rams the niners 
I don't know about the cards, dude. We'll find out about that. I think the Vikings game is a test game for both the Vikings and the Cardinals. So we'll find out about them. But, yeah, I was about to say, for both these teams, I I have positive questions for the Seattle Seahawks. Like, man, can they really do it? Can they really pull this off? And I have some pretty negative questions for the Chargers after this one. Like, oof, can they they actually float on by and keep this thing going? Yeah, the Chargers, and they lost J.C. Jackson for the year also. They were just physically – Oh, so it was for the year. Damn. Yeah, physically depleted. Um, you're certainly right about that. Uh, they they definitely have some major concerns. I do still feel like they'll be good down the stretch, but, man, I don't have as much confidence as I did. I, I'm just so impressed with Seattle, man. That's crazy how good they are. I, I picked them in this game, too, and they, they just keep on rolling. Um, it's very impressive. All right, you ready for the next one? We're almost through. Yeah. All right. This was a foolish upset pick by me. The Chiefs roll San Francisco 44-23. I mean, Kansas City is just an elite team. They're they're so good. And the Niners, I mean, they ha- still have all these pieces on offense, but they can't stop Mahomes. Who can? Um, I still think the Niners will be in the mix in the NFC playoffs, but Jimmy G, you know, he's clearly has a ceiling, even though he had some good moments. I still don't really know what to make of the Niners. I think they'll be good. And the Chiefs are still just a top-tier dominant team. Their offense is ridiculous. With all these weapons, they're they're absurd. Juju has, is being revived there. Like, shocker. Uh, it's wild. Yeah, you hate to hear it, huh? And uh, I, I bet you probably felt a little confident, though, when you heard the news that – because you already sent the message – you already sent in your lockums by the time the trade went through. So – you're probably pretty confident about McCaffrey in that upset pick when that all came through, huh? And I, then, I liked the idea. I thought they had a real chance to pull the upset, but that was clearly foolish to bet against the Chiefs. Yeah, and I think it might have been foolish to spend all that for McCaffrey. Um, we'll see how that all pans out because, you know, to put all of that down for a running back is a very, very hefty move oh. by the 49ers. So. What are your thoughts on that, Mister? Only make good, hefty trades, only unless they're a poor quarterback. Not true. Not true. Mostly quarterbacks. <laughs> also, pa- pass rusher, or if you can somehow get a tackle. Oh yeah, elite pass rusher. That is true. I I, I agree. I agree with that. It has to be an elite pass rush. Yeah, but yeah, no. I mean, it makes them scary right now, obviously. But that's a terror. That's a fleecing by the Panthers, if we're being honest. For an injury-prone Christian McCaffrey, yes, the Niners, if they get a Super Bowl and just by having a scary offense and it works. And I understand why the Niners want to do it. But, man, that's going to – that's like their whole draft almost next year. Their depth is going to take a toll because of that. For the Panthers, I mean, that's the best-case scenario for what you're going to get for Christian McCaffrey. Clearly, you weren't going to get a one from anybody because of the injuries. So, like, to get that many picks to help you get young, deep guys, I mean, that's great for the Panthers' rebuild and then to turn around and win. So, yeah, I'm with you. I, I do not like that move. I get – I like – it might work out in the short term potentially, but I think that's a stupid trade. I don't think that's smart at all. Yeah, and it's – they're all in. That's the one thing I do respect. Like, they are all in. So, to see how – like, you can't – that's why I'm like, okay. Like, yeah, they lost the Chiefs. Chiefs were – they like you said, they rolled them. And it's – you know, that's one of those things where it's like, okay, so you might have to walk it, you know, just walk it off, you know, just got to walk it off, shake it off, and then go to the next week because they're still in this division. They're only one game back, and the game again back behind the, above them is the Seattle Seahawks. So it's, nothing's over for them. Everybody has a chance. It's 
weird. It's just so weird in the NFC West, like we said earlier. NFC, and I hate to say it that I've been defending the NFC for this whole season, but I might have to finally step step down from that throne until the pro, well, not the Pro Bowl, but I guess the All Star Skills Game. I guess that's what they're doing. That's the only time. That's probably when I'll start rehyping up the NFC. But for right now, I think I'm gonna have to step down from that mantle of defending them because after after seeing like we after discussing and realizing the Vikings are the only team in the NFC have a two win lead in their division. It's uh, it's astonishing, then it, like to think about that. So it's gross. This is just gross. Will you have anything left to say, Cole? Uh, yeah, no, it's murky. Um, I'm just trying to mentally prepare for this next one. Oh yeah, oh, that, that's why I had to stop. I looked and I saw it's time, Colby. I'll say it for you. I'll say it for you. Steelers at Miami. <laughs> what happened, Colby, at Miami? Okay, well there the- were so many chances. You know, I have a lot of thoughts on this i'll i'll give you one positive before i give you my inner thought my full thoughts my emotions that have gone through in the last 24 hours um but the most important thing is they did cover the spread you got to keep that in mind good teams win great teams cover so they at least did that um but yeah no this was out of all the steelers losses this year this was definitely the most gut-wrenching and heartbreaking because they had so many chances to win it they should have won it a million ways and then pick it um, I love Pickett, but he threw an indefensible interception at the end of the game to lose it. That it was just like I was couldn't stop thinking about it when I was trying to sleep. It cut me to the core. I mean, there. Yes, the Steelers are bad, and maybe in the long term, it's the best thing for them just to see what happens. I'm not ready to give up on Pickett, even though he's got to stop throwing these terrible rookie interceptions. I mean, but he is a rookie. But man, they should have had oh that. Man, that one cut me to the core. That was rough. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh man, that was that was that was good. Um, yeah, it's rookie mistakes, like you said. They're gonna be growing pains. You gotta be patient, man. You gotta be patient with this kid. You know, you 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 hyped him up so much. You defended him against me, apparently against Sam Ellinger. I really hope the Steelers they do. We might have to revisit that. No, wait. I don't know if I can. Can you pick a game? Yeah, that can that Ellinger can you pick a game is gonna be lit. So maybe, <laughs> yeah. You might, maybe everyone might not think that, but I like. I hope so. I like that. <laughs> uh, are you and John still going to that one? Uh, I'm not sure. Up in the air. I'm still up in the air. But yeah, I was about to say that's a primetime game too, isn't it? Monday Night Football. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh my god! See, that's what I'm talking about. So, um. Shout out Miami. You guys did manage to put a lid on him for most of the game. I mean, you kept Tyreek Hill quiet from parts of it. And then, you know, Tua, he's just had his – he said at the beginning of the game, I'm going to protect myself, yada, yada, yada. This man was running headstrong, man. He did not care, it seemed like, about his health. But um, they got the win, Tua. It seems like this team wins when he's under the boat, Mike McDaniel. That's a question mark as a coach, you know. You can't win without your starting quarterback, but hey, a win's a win. Tua was Miami. Not in that game, though. Definitely. Yeah, he wasn't. He was not. You guys put a lid on those wide receivers. Yeah. No, I mean, I still feel, especially after what happened in New England tonight, I feel a lot better from Miami. And looking at the Jets' injuries, I still feel like Miami 
will probably be a playoff team, but that definitely is somewhat concerning to a play bad. It was coming off a bad concussion. So definitely yeah. get some support for that. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I still think they're pretty good. The last thing I will say, the Steelers have, even though they lost, definitely have calmed my concerns about the defense after that Buffalo game. Tomlin, once he gets Watt back after the bye, um, he's still a great defensive coach. And, like, even with injuries and some question marks and spots, and the defense is fine. It's, there's, it's still the offense is just horrendously bad. But the defense, I, st- I do think, is fine, as long as they don't have to play Mahomes or Allen. Against the other teams, they should be fine. Yeah, I mean, can when is your bye week? That's my question. I don't know when that is. They play the Eagles this coming week, and then it's the next week after that. So it's soon. They have one more game till the bye. There you go. Uh, this next game is going to be rough, too, man. The Eagles off their bye week. Oh, man, they're going to be coming in ready. It's going to be tough. Yeah. It lines up after the bye, though. It does. They're probably mm-hmm. two and six going to the bye. But yeah, maybe that, it's going to be interesting when we get to see the tank, Colby's tank gate. That's going to be awesome to see. They put the series in there for a new quarterback. All right, Colby. So, since you're always obsessing over these quarterbacks, <laughs> let's go ahead and take revisit those second-year QBs real quick, okay? Okay. we got some time here, I hope. I don't know how much is left, but let's go ahead and revisit yeah. these guys. Timer hasn't even shown up yet. So, okay. Bet. Here we go. So we'll finish out with this. Um, so I'll say there's six of them going into the year. But at this point, I mean, you can only really evaluate five. And after tonight, maybe only four. So it's Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, uh, Trey Lance, who's out with an injury, so he's off the charts. Mac Jones, Justin Fields. Boo. You can't say anything about how You can't evaluate it. It's concerning. I'll say he looks. He didn't look good when he was out there. If you want me to yeah, say that, yeah. Or his court was his quarter and a half pretty. Ter- his, two, his six quarters pretty terrible. Yeah, but he had a gruesome injury, so you still don't know what the answer is. Even though it wasn't great, it was too small of a sample size. So, and he did barely play last. You know he wasn't the answer, Colby. You know he no, wasn't. For the fact, he could. He still could have put him on here. He could. We know enough about out. his situation to put him on here. Okay, all right. You know what? Fine. We'll, we'll do the rankings. That's fine. That's This will be current rankings. Yeah, he's sixth for sure. He has to. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah, if we're going to rank him, yeah, he has to be sixth. He's a complete unknown, and he hasn't looked great in the times he's been out there. You're certainly right about that. Okay, on to the guys who are actually playing. And I guess we'll just start with, you know, this guy would have been probably like third or fourth on my list going into this year. But, I mean, Mac Jones just got pulled tonight, and he's been terrible when he's been out there. He was by far the best last year, but he was in the by far the best situation out of all of them. Um, so this year, Mac Jones, we'll start looking at stats. In three games, he's got uh, 786 yards, two TDs, five picks, completing 66% of his throws. Not amazing, not a terrible completion percentage, but overall not great. Um, so at this point in time after tonight, he's probably fifth even though he may have been one or two on some people's list coming into the year. Yeah, I think he, I feel like he was second on our list. Like, I think we did have some, that's the only reason why I say that because we did have faith in him because of what he did last year. Like he did have a good rookie year last year, Yeah, which is why I'm so conflicted about his situation right now. Yeah. And to see this fall off. And I hate to put that we're putting him at number five, but it makes sense. 
when we start talking about these other guys. Yeah. And like, just because of what's going on this season, like if we're just talking about what's going on just this season, because we are just evaluating their second year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he is right now being underperforming and almost like Trey Lance hasn't played. Yes. But he also has been playing and it hasn't been looking that good. So. No, you're right. All right. So I think that's fair. We got the 10 minutes. So Mac Jones fifth to the rest of these. I mean, it is tough. You can make an argument. You can make arguments all around. Maybe not as much at number one, the more I think about it, but my number four, I know you disagree with this and I could easily be swayed off it. I, this is not a commitment, but I think at this point you still have to put Zach Wilson as number four, even though these three and oh, and yes, it's improvement. Just when surely by looking at the numbers, he's played 13 games last year, four games this year. He completing only 57% of his throws, just one touchdown, two picks, 693 yards. He's winning again. So you do have to give him some credit, but he's not lighting it up out there by any stretch. And just because he had his rough patches last year and he does some very questionable plays. I don't know if you've seen some of these Zach Wilson uh, plays that are going out there around on Twitter uh, of the things he's doing sometimes trying to make plays. Um, I, it may be too low cause he's undefeated as a starter, but I think he's still fourth to me at this point. I could, he could easily be second by the end of the year, but I think he's fourth at this moment in time. Well, Colby, I think when we're just talking about second year QBs, I have been liking what I've been seeing out of Zach Wilson. But I have not been liking what I've been seeing out of what they've been giving Justin Fields over there in Chicago. Um, yeah, they have. Yeah, they did win the game this week. And I personally did not see enough of it, of it for me to criticize about him and everything. But I'm going to go off with all the other games that I've seen. And it has not been enough. He's got he has not thrown the ball enough. He doesn't have enough like great passes when they are completions. It's just not enough for me to give this man a higher grade than the other guys. So for me, fourth is going to be Justin Fields. You may be right about that. I could easily be swayed to Fields over him. So Fields, yes, it was a big step in the right direction tonight. His numbers are honestly pretty similar to Wilson's. He's just played more. Six games, 54% completion, which is bad. Four TDs, five picks, 869 yards. I mean, that's totally fair to have Wilson above him. I went back and forth on that. I have Fields three. Um, the only reason I put Fields just above him is because he does add a uniquely dangerous element with his rushing ability um, where he can just break off crazy plays sometimes. Wilson can move, but not like Fields. So that's the only reason I put Fields above him, but you can easily, you may be right on that. That's tough. It's very tough. <laughs> All right. The top uh, – I have Fields three. So who would be your three? Um. Man, <laughs> give me Davis Mills at number three. There, that is, I think, a good spot for him. That is a third place spot, top three, um, better than the other three behind him. <clears throat> yeah, they haven't been winning games, but he has been throwing. He has, he does at least show some shine, some signs out there that he can be in this league. So, um, at least for one thing, I can see that. I, at least for one thing, I can say this: that Davis Mills is a, is starting out in the Texans every Sunday, and the <laughs> Texans don't come out there coming up with some QB controversy that they're going to bench Davis. No, <laughs> it's because they know that he's good enough to keep his job right now, and they're the Texans, and their standards aren't out the roof. So, 
he's living up to what he has to do until the standards go up and the bar is raised. That's when I think my standards will raise as well. So until that time comes, I'm not too pressured about him. And I think that's why I have to put him at third. No, that's fair. Um, I have Mills second on mine just because I think to this point, if you just look at the numbers, he's been far better than Fields and Wilson. He completes almost 10% higher, eight like 8 9% higher percent of his passes. He's thrown more touchdowns, and he throws, he's got more touchdowns than picks. Um, the concerning thing, he hasn't really grown from last year to this year. His completion percentage is actually down. TD to interceptions looking similar. So that's concerning. He hasn't really taken a step forward. But he's still been solid compared to some of these other guys, and he's on the Texans in just as bad – and in some cases, way worse. Look at Zach Wilson's team around him. Situation. Um, he's got 63% completion, seven TDs, five picks. So just because of everything around him, I still think Mills is solid, even though he's not amazing. So I put him second. Interesting. Put me on the spot. And I like it because I want to see your reaction for this. But uh, I think my second – best second-year quarterback is going to be Trevor Lawrence right now. Wow. You think Wilson is the best? Wow. Trevor Lawrence had high expectations coming in when we had him coming into this season. We thought this Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence thing was going to work like magic. No, it didn't because it's probably going to take another year for it to gel over. Realistically, that sounds about right. But still, I did have higher expectations than I had for Zach Wilson. And right now, Zach Wilson looks really comfortable in in his system with Salah. Because it's his second year in that system. And yeah, that's a huge fact. And that's the hugest factor that I'm putting into this. Zach Wilson is 3 0 in Solace system or 2 0, one of the two. And he is literally doing what he has to in his system. And he's winning games. So what else can you ask for? Trevor Lawrence, he's in his new system. It looks good sometimes, but a lot of times it doesn't. So a lot of growing pains in the system. I wouldn't be surprised if. Some point next year, Colby's over here saying, All right, it's time to do our third year QB revisit. See these guys one last year. And we were talking about Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson one last time. And I'm pretty sure maybe by then Trevor Lawrence will overcome that. But right now, I'm going to say Zach Wilson's number one, Trevor number two. I mean, you can make that case. I, as much as I have questions about Trevor still, he made some of those saying head scratching plays. When I look at the numbers compared to all the other guys, he's still easily the best. Um, his situation last year was so horrible. But this year, he's completed 63% of his throws, 1,700 yards, nine TDs, four picks, which he has had some bad fumbles. And he's also got three rushing touchdowns. So just a lot of those came in the rain against Philly, didn't they? Yeah, in the rain. So, like, Mm -hmm. it still had pretty good numbers, um, even though he's had definitely not been far from great. Um, That's why I put him number one and combined out the fact that he's the best prospect coming out. Wilson, I, I like that he's winning. You are right about that, but he hasn't been great. I, I just need to see more from him throwing the ball more, making more plays downfield. And, you know, that's the biggest thing because I was going to say that is that we're going to get to see that happen because they just lost their stud of a running back in Bryce Hall. Or Bryce, so, or Bryce Hall, so. They traded for James Robinson, though, speaking of the Jacks today. Really? Yeah. That's big news. I have James Robinson on fantasy, and I was wondering why he wasn't getting snaps at Jacksonville last week. I mean, ETN was doing his thing. Don't get me wrong. But I was still like, hey, wasn't James Robinson still a stud? And I'm glad he's going back to going. I'm glad he's going back in. Yeah. So he's on the Jets. Um, 
But yeah, man, it's going to be fascinating to see this next week. Um, good recap, solid stuff. Um, final look, thoughts? I, I got a good final thought for you. Um, and I mentioned it briefly during the uh, – when probably when we talked for NBA up stuff. Uh, Paolo Bancaro is filthy. A lot of the rookies are looking really good, but Paolo, he's got like over 20 in every game he's played already. I think he's going to be really good. I like Paolo Bancaro a lot. So that's my final thought. He's uh, balling up in the Magic, right? Yeah. Up in Orlando. Um, let's see. Whew, I did not have an NBA final thought. That was a good one, man. Not going to lie. Thank my you. final thought was, though, it was a good week to be a Vikings fan for the bye week. To see, uh, to see the Packers <laughs> lose and then to see the – I mean, a little bit of a head turn when you see the Bears win. So it was definitely a good week to have the bye week. And like like we were talking about and everything, finally realizing that we have that little difference right now. Don't know how that long that's gonna last, but that's my final thought right now. It's sitting comfortable as a Vikings fan. Yeah, you are. Well, hell yeah, Jalen. Good stuff, man. Look forward to chatting with you again soon. Yes, sir. As always. Woo! Thank you for listening to the CJJC show. If you want more content, follow us on Instagram where we post weekly pickums and other social media whenever that happens. Also, keep a lookout for our Pick'ems list so you can join in on the takes and all the fun. Peace out.